0: Hello, and welcome back to Straight Talk. I'm your host, Jason Brunt. Today, we've got a killer episode for you. We're going to be talking about American pride versus the alphabet pride. We're going to be talking about hidden agendas and how they all kind of come to a singular point. We're going to be exposing a lot of hypocrisy, but most importantly, we're going to continue to call out the grooming of our children and the people that support it. But first, a message from Big Brother. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or are affiliated with. And there it is. All right. Welcome back. So. If you really want to get a true opinion of what the public feels about a politicized subject, the best way to do that is to look at how they spend their money, or lack thereof. And when you start looking at that data, you see a very different picture of what we as Americans are willing to accept compared to what the mainstream media, TV shows, corporations, and even respected medical institutions and professionals are telling us. If you live in a world where, sadly, a lot of our fellow Americans do, where you are corralled into an echo chamber by social circles, institutions, and the entire media enterprise, you would think that America as a whole was highly supportive of the new trans agenda and pride explosions. But that doesn't seem to be the case when the actual data starts coming in. In fact, the evidence is quite to the contrary. When you look at the entertainment industry, more and more TV shows and movies are coming out that are forcing woke culture into our lives and households. You would think that these production companies are making money hand over fist and that the demand is so high that it's necessary to continue to pump out content that the viewers want. But that is simply not the case. So take, for example, the 2022 film industry reports. I'll Go ahead and pull this up quick. The top grossing film in 2022 was not the newest Disney animation movie, which typically brings in, on average, $546.9 million per film. Why not? Disney had a $90 million marketing budget for their newest blockbuster, Strange World, that's two and a half times higher than the average Hollywood film budget. You would think that This would be a monumental success, except for the fact that this is Disney's first film where they have an openly gay character. And no surprise here, it's a child. Now, if the overwhelming majority of the population was okay with this mild form of grooming, the film would have soared to, at the very least, the average of 540-something million dollars, Hell, with the hype and the overselling of Pride, in combination with a marketing budget that dwarfs previous major successful productions, this film should have been in Disney's top ten. But it flopped. Not just a little, but big time. So with the total expense to create the film at $317.4 million, it only brought in $120.4 million which brings the total profit for Disney's strange world to a massive negative $197 million. Whereas Top Gun, a film that promoted Americana promoted masculine men and focused on traditional values became the most profitable film of the year. Now I'm not saying that there shouldn't be any representation in Hollywood or in the movie industry. Uh, Other successful movies, such as Bohemian Rhapsody or even Brokeback Mountain. Neither one of them are my favorites, but they did successful at the box office. And that's because you let people know what they were getting into. So people can make the conscious choice to decide to go see that movie or to not go see that movie. And it's not going to stir controversy because you put it out there and you just let people know. If you think that you've been seeing a lot more pride garbage in everything that you are consuming, you are correct in your assumptions. According to GLAAD, the Gay and Lesbian Association Against Defamation, the amount of openly LGBTQ characters on television and streaming shows is up to 11.9%, and has steadily been increasing year after year. The percentage of people who are LGBTQ in the U.S., is currently 7.1%. And that number is total garbage, hyperinflated, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So as I've been telling you, it's not about accurate representation or equal celebration. It's about dominance and total control. These numbers alone are proof of over-celebration and way over-representing. So the argument is, well, Straits are over and are still dominating the landscape in the film entertainment industry. No. No, they're not. The 11.9% of LGBTQ characters are categorized by them being openly gay. Lesbian, transgender, or any other letter in the woke alphabet. 100% of those characters have lines that identify what their place is in the modern rainbow. Do you know what the percentage of characters that are openly straight, meaning that they have to have a scene or several dedicated to announcing that they are straight and prefer to have sex with the members of the biologically opposite sex? Do you know what that percentage is? 0. 0%. Zero so don't try to tell me this is not an indoctrination campaign to promote one and silence the opposition. It is. Check this out. Music. It doesn't just stop there. Look at this. Time after time, pro-traditional American songs are topping the charts, despite endless criticisms and campaigns to silence them. As of today, Oliver Anthony, Rich Men, North of Richmond, is number one. Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean and Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun American flags are all mixed in in the current top 10 songs right now. Nothing in the top requested, downloaded, listened to even has an element of this progressive woke culture. Businesses, Target, Bud Light, North Face are all suffering billions because people don't want this stuff. We are talking billions and billions of dollars in lost revenue. And for what? Why would executives from across these industries be over promoting an ideology that only a small fraction of the population supports? These are not stupid people. Their followers are, for sure. But the shepherds are wise. They are putting this much time, effort, and money into this ideology for a reason. So let's go ahead and hop down a rabbit hole real quick. Okay, work with me here for a second. Let's take a look at some of the major issues and incidents that have affected all of us in recent years. Between the man-made COVID pandemic, the not-so-safe and effective vaccines that are causing all-cause death rates to skyrocket, alongside a dramatic increase in myocarditis and pericarditis in very healthy younger people. Combine that with a global marketing pride campaign and a push to have more and more people sterilize themselves through the guise of gender-affirming care. Let's take this rabbit hole another step down. Climate change, because we're overpopulating and polluting, right? The accuracy of this is ridiculous. When I was younger, it was called Global Warming. And there was an expert, a leader in the field, Al Gore, who wrote a fantastic book called The Inconvenient Truth, right? And according to that book, this studio that I'm sitting in should be about 12 feet underwater as of five years ago, right? So, not that accurate. Take all of those things in combination with the accelerated advancements that artificial intelligence has and how it can effectively eliminate about 50% of human jobs, the only logical common denominator that I can see in these governmental social engineering experiments is to depopulate the human race through a death by a thousand cuts scenario. This whole overpopulation thing began to kick off in the 70s, and it really hit into the the pop culture of it in 1979, when the Georgia Guidestones mysteriously appeared in the middle of nowhere, with eight languages depicting ten rules to follow under what seems to be like a New World Order-type proposal. Now, You can't go see these things anymore. Uh, Last July in 2022, uh, somebody they call a radical group who knows went there and and put an explosive device on the bottom of it. And it exploded and caused pretty substantial damage to the Georgia Guidestones. And uh, a lot of people believe that these things were satanic and new world order ish. And, 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 you know, reading through some of these, I can't exactly say that I, I disagree with them. So I'll go ahead and read them to you. Ten guidelines. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. That's depopulation. We're at well over 7 billion right now. That that requires some serious depopulation efforts. Guide number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Well, we know the left cares about one of those things. I'll let you guess which one. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Hmm. Be able to communicate with everybody through a medium, kind of like an AI thing. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Number five. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. That's just going to be whited right on out. That's getting whited right on out when this thing gets adopted, right? Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. So, like a new world order. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Not really sure where that one's going. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Oh, there you go. CNN just got a little chub. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, and love. Seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. I got to say, I agree with number 10. The very first inscription of maintaining a population of less than 500 million is, is pretty telltale, as well as these other eight. Like I said I agree with number 10, so the eight other ones other than number 10, it's it's almost a roadmap for this woke culture that we're seeing today. The very... The fact that this even came into an existence and people are in support of this is an indication that there's probably Looney Tunes that are taking this thing very serious. And, and judging from everything we've already been talking about, it seems like those Looney Tunes uh, are the ones that are in power. We are not overpopulating the Earth. Uh, Genesis one twenty eight says, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Elon Musk, who is far smarter than any of these progressive clowns, has also agreed that not only are we not overpopulated. But we should be increasing our numbers far more than we are to sustain our species. Look, I told y'all it was a rabbit hole, but it's definitely something worth thinking about. I want to take a minute to talk about our sponsor, Florida Straits, since we're on the subject of saving humanity. Now, these guys are really something else. They're a class act, and I'm not just saying that because they're the sponsors of the show. I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart because I really do appreciate the impact that this group is making on society and in our communities. Uh, Recently, they've just gotten their official 501c3 recognition from the IRS. So now any donations and any donations that have been given in the past are tax deductible. Uh, They've been on the forefront of demanding equal celebration and representation for traditional values wherever LGBTQ plus propaganda is being displayed. They have billboard campaigns that run on the major cities where they've got the it's okay to be gay and the anti-straight billboards. And they've got them right there on the same billboards after a lengthy battle. And they've been able to keep those things running demanding equal celebration. They've empowered teachers and students to come out against woke ideology being depicted in their classrooms. They've helped have some of these disgusting pornographic books removed. And the cool thing is they actually are into philanthropy as well. Uh, This coming Saturday, that's going to be August 18th, they are going to be doing a beach cleanup on Minnesota Key Beach uh, down here in Florida, I'm correcting, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, correcting. Uh, it's actually on the 19th, Saturday, August the 19th, and it's going to be at 10 a.m., I believe, in the morning. You can check out their website, uh, www.floridastraights.com, under their events page to see all sorts of events that they've got going on and places and times that you can come on in and help support the cause and, and, and literally save humanity, because let's be honest, the people from the uh, Alphabet Clan, they're not exactly reproducing. So they're going to have to start recruiting and, 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 you know, we want to kind of stop it before it gets overboard. So, uh, yeah, check these guys out, dot Um, you could donate again, tax deductible donations. I've got a petition. They're trying to get signatures, got a lot of physical put signatures. They'd like to get that online petition shared around change.org took theirs down a whole bunch of other places have taken down all of their advancements uh, because they Woke are definitely afraid of anybody that challenges their ideology. So please jump on board, check out their new petition online, sign it, donate a little bit, not a dollar of their money goes to anybody's pocket or salary. It's not like the Clinton Foundation. It's the exact opposite. 100% of their money gets donated to the cause and to empowering teachers and students and demanding equal celebration and equal representation. Absolutely fantastic. Can't say good enough things about them. Check them out. Moving on, however. Earlier, I mentioned a number. 7.1% of U.S. citizens identify as one of the LGBTQ letters. In a previous episode, we discussed how a majority of these people are identifying as bisexual. Not because they are, but in order to get a cheap pass into the pop culture cult. A Gallup poll found that the majority of LGBTQIA people and their self-identification in the recent boom in queerness is bisexual. In addition, according to Gallup, more than half of LGBTQ Americans, 57% indicate that they are bisexual. That means arguably as little as 4.26% are certifiably gay or lesbian. You know, when you consider the pressure to join the Ku Klux alphabet Klan and the abundance of Gen Z just claiming to be bi to get into the cult. The American Psychological Association admits that many adolescents, as well as adults, may identify themselves as lesbian, gay, or bisexual without having had any sexual experience with persons of the same sex. You could spend hours going through countless Reddit threads and comment sections to see that this is an accurate representation of at least a good chunk of that 7.1%. But it's not just U.S. numbers that are being fluffed up to support the mental health invasion. According to NBC News, a new global survey of 30 countries, 10% an estimated 10% of the global population identify as LGBTQ+. Again, a grossly inflated number. But the idea is to sell you the lie, right? So let's break this 10% number down that all of the woke organizations like the Human Rights Campaign and GLAAD, just to name a few, are jumping on to sell, sell, sell the gay agenda. This is the world population. It's 10%. It's so big. Some of the countries omitted from this groundbreaking study are as follows. All of the Arabian countries outside of Africa, 464.68 million people. China, 1.412 billion people. Russia, 143.4 million people. North Korea, 25.97 million. South Korea, 51.74 million. India, 1.408 billion people. And all 54 countries in Africa, 1.216 billion people. That brings the grand total population omitted from the study, about 50% of the actual world population, which is 7.88 billion people, to 4,721,790,000 people, countries omitted. The interesting thing about all of the countries that were omitted here in this study is all of them have less than 1% of an lgbtq population that would be the that would bring the real global number of alphabet pawns to lower than 5% considering 60% of that is bisexual and arguably half of that group is just pretending to get a pass in the esg world that would leave roughly of the actual world population that is in support of this lunacy. So, is this really to affirm and accurately represent a formally marginalized group of people? Or is it a way to kind of guide the sheep to the slaughter? I can only guess. But one thing that I do know for sure is that what they tell us to believe is very rarely the truth. And a government that engages in unreasonable use of power to enforce any arbitrary ideology is the definition of tyranny. And Thomas Jefferson once said, when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. I will not deny biology to favor your feelings. I will not use your self-proclaimed pronouns. I will call you by what I know you are, based on fact and reality. And I will rebel against your radical delusions. And I will never compromise my traditional values. Moving on. In Florida news, liberals are losing their minds yet again. Every week, there's another end-of-the-world situation for the Florida Purpleheads. So, this past week, the Florida Department of Education essentially put a nix to an advanced psychology course in the curriculum here in the Florida schools due to its heavy elements of uh, grooming. (laughs) And then the very next day, due to some pressure from some lunatic lefties, they rescinded and modified their decision. So I'm going to read you an article here from NBC News. On Thursday, the College Board, a nonprofit education organization that administers AP courses and the SAT, said that the state effectively banned the course because of its content about sexual orientation and gender identity. The following day, however, the state education department said the course can be taught in its its entirety in a manner that is age and developmentally appropriate. This is a college-level course that essentially is promoting mental illness under the guise of psychology. In college, you can take classes. Some pretty ridiculous ones like lesbian dance theory is an actual class. And if you're an adult and you want to take that, that's fine. Let adults choose their curriculum. But when it comes to high school, an environment where children are obviously present Let the parents decide what's best for the children and choose the curriculum. You know, we've been talking a lot today about over-celebration and exaggerating the popularity of this new religion that is the alphabet clan because it's important to understand the objectives here. The reason they are pushing this stuff on our kids so hard is really simple biology, the thing they like to ignore. They cannot reproduce. So for this rainbow marketing campaign to yield results, they need to recruit. If this was an organic representation of a natural way of life, then they would not be utilizing billions of dollars trying to sell the idea to potential minor members. Now look, I do believe some people are gay and lesbian. Bi. When the alphabet was just LGB, believe it or not, I actually advocated for the equal rights of the LGB community when I was in the Navy. I protested against the don't ask, don't tell policy. Don't get me wrong, as a Christian, I do not believe that that lifestyle is going to yield positive eternal results. But as an American and a patriot, I do believe it's everyone's right to be able to live life as they want, as long as it does not interfere with others. Wiping your man balls over a hundred years of women's accomplishments is not your rights. That is taking rights and accomplishments away from a very large and important sector of our population. But final judgment is not mine to behold. And to tell somebody that they can't even answer a question if they're asked, or to even ask a question to somebody you're having a conversation with, That's a violation of their first amendment, right? So we live in a country where we have these inalienable rights that are put into place for a reason, and we can't just start taking liberty, moving these rights in and out of application as we so fit to fit whatever pop culture narrative is going on at the moment. You know, I recently spoke at a Charlotte County school board about the divisive rainbow stickers on the teachers and guidance counselors' doors and windows. I asked for the removal because there is no color in that rainbow that represents straight kids that make up more than 80% of the student body. Now, what's good about this county is that most of the board members actually spoke with me afterward about my concerns and, for the most part, sympathized with my points. The exception was the chairwoman, Kara Reynolds. Now, she abruptly interrupted me while I was speaking to several other board members, claiming that the rainbow includes anyone, everyone. And how dare I claim that teachers are promoting who they have sex with in the classrooms? But that is what those rainbow stickers are. It's, it's a promotion of who I sleep with and who I support others of sleeping with. So I informed her of this and, 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 and of her inaccurate statement. And of course, you know, she does the typical lefty thing and tries to start building a straw man. Clearly, she is the triggered progressive and is fully on board to groom our children. So it's a good note that if you are located in Charlotte County, Kara Reynolds, I would recommend you look into finding who might be a suitable replacement for that young lady. Speaking of speaking, I will be speaking at the Town Hall Patriots meeting in Clearwater, Florida at a place called Muggs on the 23rd of this month, August. Uh, details are posted on www.floridastraits.com under the events section. If you want to be a part, we'd love to have you come on down and check us out. Thank you for joining us for episode number two of Straight Talk, and uh, we'll see you next time.